and welcome to the Jason Cole Father Something Podcast. I am your host, Cole. And as always, I'm here with my father slash co-host, Jason. Yep. And we're here with two special guests today. Please turn down the music. Um, My two good friends. Say what's up, Drew. Yo, what's up, guys? And say what's up, Angel. What's up? And we are here talking sports from the last two weeks because we did not record last week. That's my fault. I was sick. Yeah, he was sick. He had COVID. Just kidding. But let's get into today's episode. So what is the first topic here? You tell me what we're talking about. We got baseball, football's about to start up, baseball's wrapping up. Let's talk about Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Baseball or, or <laughs> you said Tampa Bake? Tampa Bake. Baker Mayfield. Oh my goodness. He got named the starting quarterback. He's terrible. That's what that's a bad oh, you're decision. a Dolphins fan. You can't talk. Two for MVP, baby. That's that ain't happening. Yes, it is. Indeed. Yeah. That's, that's like saying Dak's happening. Dak for MVP is happening. We're like the, that's like saying the Cowboys are making another Super Bowl. Yeah, we all know that's not going to happen. Okay. Not yeah, the Dolph- Cowboys. The Dolphins aren't doing anything. The Cowboys aren't doing anything. The Buccaneers are going to the Super Bowl. That's all. all right, let's move on because this, this, the Dolphins, the Cowboys, and the Bucks. I, uh, I, I, the Dolphins have the best chance out of those three teams to make the playoffs. I, I think I think yes. the Dolphins roster is just more like more well-rounded than both those teams, but. With more star power, not even being biased, the Bucks have more star power. Cap on all three of the teams. I mean, you know what they say: defense wins championships. And out of those three teams, the Cowboys do have the best defense. Look at your defense in the playoffs. Yeah, but your quarterback's Dak. So, kind of. Well, we have slushy brain. So. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get on that. Baker Mayfield, Trask. Who should have started? Cole. I think I think Baker Mayfield was the right choice, but I feel like Trask is gonna definitely see some regular season snaps, like because I I don't feel like Baker's gonna perform at the level that he should, even though he should be playing at top ten caliber. Top ten caliber, Baker yeah, Mayfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on, man. Top fifteen. I'll give him that. Top thirty. Ba- there's <laughs> nothing Baker Mayfield does as a Bucks fan that excites me. Yeah, I mean, nothing. He does great commercials. Gotta say that he's better at progressive commercials than he is football. Who you like, Angel Trask or Baker? I'm not even biased because I'm a Gators fan, but I really think Trask should have started because if he did bad, then y'all had a veteran to back him up. Yeah, I agree with Angel on that. Drew Blaine Gabbert season, baby. <laughs> he's the fourth string. We got no, John Wolford. The Bucks going for the first pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being for real. seriously. Let's be honest. Cardinals getting the first pick. They just traded their best. One of their best defensive players for a bag of Doritos. Well, let's call it what it is with the Bucks. Uh, without an offensive line, neither one of these quarterbacks have a chance. So the Bucks have a great offensive. No, line. they do not. Tristan Wirfs, Ryan Jensen, Luke Jensen's Decky. hurt. Jensen is gonna play. Jensen's he is hurt. cleared to play. No, he's hurt. So I don't expect much out of the Bucks. Yeah. At all, I think. What are you expecting from the Dolphins over there? Um, to be honest, two is healthy. We're going to the playoffs no matter what. Two is not healthy. We're dependent on Mike White, baby. Mike White is going to get it done. Hey, y'all forget y'all have the Jets in y'all's division, and they're supposed to be, like, contender this year. Do you think I care about the Jets? You should. You yeah. should as a I Dolphins think the Jets, fan. I think the Jets are a better team than the Dolphins. Oh, my God. The Jets did a lot in this offseason. And then they brought in Dalvin Cook, too? Yeah. Scary offense. Yeah, but and their defense was top five in the NFL last year. Oh, they're getting so, bringing in a top five – that, let's not say that. 
top six quarterback and a potential top ten running back. Yeah. I, they're a very well-rounded team and can definitely make the Super Bowl. I think so. No, but I feel like they are getting too much hype. I feel like their hype is going to catch up to them. The pressure is going to be too much, and they're just going to crumble. Aaron Rodgers doesn't crumble under pressure unless it's the NFC Championship, but he's in the AFC, so it really doesn't matter. I mean, Aaron Rodgers should have been to the Super Bowl three years in a row, and he crumbled in the NFC Championship hey. every single year. Bucks, so. Bucks won it, so that's all that matters. Um, <laughs> what what <laughs> do you think about the Cowboys this year? Uh, I think the signing of Stephon Gilmore is going to help Trayvon Diggs. Didn't y'all trade for him? Who? Stephon Gilmore. We got him, yeah. In a trade, not Simon. Okay. Same just got to state the facts. Mr. Technical over here. I just got to state the facts. I'm sorry. All right. So that'll, like, help mentor, like, Trayvon Diggs and all the other young uh, secondary we have, which is really good. I think our defense is, like, it's already set. We just need a, uh our quarterback, Dak Prescott. He's, like. He is what he is. Yeah. I mean, we got. He ain't going to win with him. Last year when. I mean, it'd be, it'd be like me saying the Bucks are going to do good in the playoffs with Baker as a quarterback. I mean, he is. Or is Trask at the quarterback. in the playoffs. I mean, Baker does have some experience in the playoffs when he was on the Browns. Yeah. Losing. Now, he he won. won. He, yeah. won. Yeah, he won, won, actually. And Tebow won a game, too. So, But he beat 40-year-old Ben Roethlisberger, so. Ben who? Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Okay. Just that, that Steelers team was pretty bad, so. You got to worry about the Eagles. No, what do you mean? They were bad that yeah. year. I mean. As I was saying, like, last year when Tony Pollard got hurt, he was, like, our main source of offense, and so was C.D. Lamb. But they had C.D. Lamb, like, clamped up. So I think the signing of Brandon Cooks will help us if we ever, like, face them again. I got the Eagles, then the Giants, and then the Cowboys. Yo, I got to agree right there. The Giants. Giants. New York football Giants. Put why, some respect the Giants? on the name. Put some respect on the name. I mean. No because it, because I'm, I'm comparing them to the Cowboys. So it'd be yeah, like, exactly. you know, if I'm – we. Yeah. We can go toe for toe. Like, who's better at quarterback, running back? We can do all that. Like, I think the Giants are a better team overall. No. I mean, I don't think so. Quarterback? I, Dak's better than Daniel Jones. Yeah, I think so. If we're going off of last, are we going off of last year or overall? Because. Just overall. I mean, overall, I'm still honestly taking Daniel Jones. Because of last season, Dak Prescott had the most interceptions in the league after missing, what, five? Yeah, no, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I after missing yeah, five games? Year. That's pretty embarrassing, yeah. bud. Last year, Daniel Jones probably better, and they have a better running back, but the Cowboys receivers and defense. No, wait, who's it? Saquon. They have Saquon. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Saquon. Love you, but Saquon. Te- technically, we don't know yet because I don't know if he's going to resign. No, Saquon. He resigned? He, yeah, he, he signed a one-year, like, $11 million deal, oh, really? so he's going to play, but we're just going to see if he gets an extension after the season. I think all running backs should get an extension. I mean, I know they like, they're like average lifespan in the NFL is like, what, four years? But four or five. I, but I feel like they definitely deserve the money. Like, if they're performing at that level, like like Nick Chubb. Did, has Nick Chubb signed an extension yet? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think yeah, I feel like none of the very good running backs are getting, like, big deals. And I, I feel like that's unfair to their position. They've, they've it is the away. most replaceable position. I understand that, but still. They've gone away from running backs. These past couple of years, running backs used to have been, like, so dependable, like one of the best dependable things on the offense, and they've, like, gone away because the game has been more It's It's mimicking the the uh, college game a little bit. Yeah. you got to have a stable of running backs. Mm. you got to have two to three deep for sure in the NFL now. It's yeah. a passing league. Yeah, but um, Cowboys, uh, Giants receivers, 
I'm taking Cowboys receivers. I, I, I don't feel like that's who's got the better defense though. Cowboys, I think the Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys. I feel like that's not even a question. Oh, we have we have the best one of the best. He's it's an argument between him and Nick Bosa as the best young defensive players. Nick Bosa's better. I'm taking Micah Parsons. I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm just kidding. When Nick Bosa's healthy, Nick Bosa is better. He's a dog. But TJ Watt's the best defensive player in the NFL. By the way, uh, that's debatable. When healthy, when who who is the best defensive player in the NFL, Drew? Nick Bosa. Mm. <laughs> it's the man. No. It's a no. hot take. TJ Watt almost broke the sack record. What was it, two years ago? He was injured last year, right? But when healthy, TJ Watt is the best defensive player in the NFL. Argue with a wall. I don't care. Xavier Howard almost broke the pick record uh, two, three years don't ago. Care. And look right. at him now. Don't care. That's, that, that's, no, that's but back to the Cowboys-Giants. I feel like the Giants are a very good young defense, but the Cowboys are more experienced and are a better defense. In my opinion. Yeah. We also have the better defensive coordinator. I mean, look what he's done. He's, he's literally. Who is it? 28-3. Okay, you can you can say that all you want, but like, where were the Dolphins last year? No, we lost by three in Buffalo. Where were the third, Cowboys last third year? String quarterback. Where were the Bucks last year? That's a question for you. Exactly. None of us have room to talk. Uh, yeah. let, let's give our before the season starts. The NFL is so up in the air. It's a league that anybody really can win. You got about ten teams there. It's give scripted. me it's scripted. Who's winning? It's scripted. Give me the crazy. Cole. Who is your preseason Super Bowl champion? I mean, obviously, you got to go with Jada Weta. You got to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas I feel. City Chiefs. I feel like. Drew, why are you why are you huh? rolling your Drew, eyes over Drew there? get a shot. Drew get a shot. It's gonna be the Miami Dolphins. Two attack by law is gonna lead us to the promised land. Who, hey, who's Drew? it gonna be? Who uh, do I think it's yeah. gonna be? Finish yeah. yours first. I said I said the Chiefs. Chiefs. All right, uh Super Bowl I, winners. I think it'll be in the NFC, I think going to the Super Bowl in the NFC, I think the Niners are gonna get there. And I think it'll be between the Bills, Chiefs. And Dolphins. I think the Bills are. Already. You got to pick one, Drew. Pick one. Preseason I, pick. I this is this is going to be recorded now. Dolphins, baby. Oh Dolphins, the Super Bowl. We have Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, best receiver duo in the league. Can't argue with that. And we have Tua if staying healthy. That's a big if. Yeah, he's okay. fragile. I mean, he's he's like on his way out. Like one more good hit, Tua may be done. Then it'd be tank for Caleb time, baby. Oh boy, tank for Caleb. <laughs> Angel, who are you picking? Um. I don't know. I would say the Chiefs, but I, I they did get like they got like an undrafted rookie who's apparently doing amazing as a receiver. What's his name? Jalen Watson, I think. Jaden Watson, something like that. His last name is Watson. I know that. I look yeah. for Kadarius Tony to have a good year. I, I'm going with the, <laughs> with Cole with the Chiefs. No, I I actually feel like he's poised for a breakout year. Not even like being biased, but like I mean, see. Uh, After right. that Super Bowl performance, he did. He actually he, he didn't do much, but like for what he could do and for what he was in the game for, he actually did pretty good. Yeah, but just keep in mind now that's a whole other year, yeah. and they're gonna integrate him into the offense a little bit more. I just don't feel like he is wide receiver. I just don't feel like he can be a wide receiver one on a team. You know what I mean? It's not about being a wide receiver. I know, one. but he's technically like their best receiver. If well, being honest, no, I mean Sky Moore. Sky Moore scored one touchdown all year. Last year. It was in the Super Bowl. So did Kadarius Tony. I just believe that the coach knows how to get him into playmaking opportunities. Yeah. I feel like I, he's more of a slot receiver yeah, now. Yeah, you're going to see him in the backfield. You're going to see him in the slot. Yeah. 
I I, I look yeah. for Tony to have a breakout year. Yeah, he's like versatile. Yeah, he can he can basically play anywhere on offense besides the line and quarterback. You you are you said you was a Gator fan like legitimately. He's the closest thing to Percy Harvin I ever seen. Yeah, so I, agree. I he yeah, has sure. the upside. So let's see what he does. But let's get into enough of this NFL talk. Let's get into college football a little bit. Uh-oh. This, wait, 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 is, this I, is not my subject. The, the top 25. Wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. I want to know how y'all feel about that Jonathan Taylor situation. Where do you think he's, he's going? He's going to land? the Buccaneers. No, I want to know where y'all think he's going to land, for real. For real? Yeah. For being honest, bro? I feel like I feel like the Vikings are probably they, – they need a running back. So I feel like the Vikings could probably be in there. Probably the Dolphins, too. I know the Dolphins are, like, trying to go out and get everybody, but I feel like Dalvin – not Dalvin Cook. Uh, Jonathan Taylor could definitely maybe be going to Miami. Bucks, not even biased. We're in talks. Come on now. I hope – Everybody's I, in talks. Oh, there's only, like, six main teams. I feel like a big sleeper to try to get Jonathan Taylor to help Justin Fields is Chicago. They need to do something. Chicago. I, I like Chicago to be an underrated uh, team this year. I feel like they could – uh, they need to work on. The I feel like they could slip into the wild card. O line and defense is their biggest problem. Is that what it's called, the wild card? Yeah. You mentioned the Vikings. I think the Vikings could have a good year. Yeah, that like Kirk Cousins is very consistent. Kirk Cousins always consistent every year. Bro, he's so overhated for no reason. Yeah. they just hate on Kirk for no. reason. He's just there's a serviceable. No yeah, there's no reason to hate on Kirk, bro. Like he's doing good every year. Like exactly, he's consistent. If if you want me to be honest, I think. No one. They're saying no one is giving them what the Colts want because the Colts want a first round pick, and no one is now with this league. No one's gonna give a first round pick for running back, so he might just sign a one year extension, like Saquon. Well, yeah, I agree. Hopefully, the Dolphins don't. We haven't had a first round pick in three years. We got one away for the Tom Brady scandal. We gave one away for Tyreek. Oh, that that was fair though. Yeah. To get one for Tyreek. Yeah, I mean, yeah, y'all basically got like. I mean, y'all tried to cheat with the Brady, so deserve <laughs> that one. <laughs> All right, jumping into college football, we got the top twenty-five poll out. I'm gonna run through it real quick. You got Georgia at the top, Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama, LSU, Southern Cal, Penn State, Florida State, Clemson, Washington, Texas, Tennessee, Notre Dame, Utah, Oregon, Kansas State, TCU, Oregon State. Was this is where it gets ridiculous? Wisconsin, Oklahoma, North Carolina, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, and Tulane. Oh, and the last one, Iowa. So, uh, Wait, the Gators in there? Did you say the Gators? Nope. They weren't I there. didn't think so. Nope, they're not in the top 25 yet. I mean, if they beat Utah the first game, they'll probably slide up into it. But uh, So, I mean, we could start there with the Gators. Angel, what do you think? What are you looking for this year out of the Gators? Um, I mean, we got, I think, uh, Graham Mertz. Apparently he's do, doing good. He's officially the starter. Uh, we got a very young receiving core, but they're supposed to be very good. Our line is amazing. I think we, I honestly think the Gators have the most underrated running back duo in the country. For sure. Yeah, yeah, they're good. I agree. For sure. I agree. Yeah, I'm. I agree with Angel on the running backs. Um, our third running back got hurt, Cam something, but um. The, the one-two punch that we have there, ETN is special. And and the big thing with the Gators, like a lot of Gator fans are crazy. You know, they're going to be calling for the coach's head and this, that, the other. But I'm just looking for them to compete week in and week out. I think Mertz is going to be a lot better than people are thinking. We had a quarterback last year 
that I am not high on as a quarterback. I think he's going to be one of the worst picks ever in the NFL. Anthony Richardson. Thank you. No, Thank you no, so no, 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 no. I, I agree a little bit. I told Drew this before. I said Anthony Richardson went way too high. No, he just shouldn't have went to the draft. He should have developed in college more. He had like a 20% completion percentage in college. What do you think he's going to do in the NFL? Yeah. 20%. It was probably it was probably around 30. It was below 8. 50. Yeah, but the thing about so this is where the it, the the Gators are going to be better than people are expecting because from what I've read on Mertz is he's a lot better short distance passer than yeah. Anthony Richardson ever was. Mm-hmm. You're going to see a lot of throws from out of the backfield, utilizing the backs in space, getting them on the screen. The you know little five yard slants. He's he's a lot more accurate than Richardson. Richardson could hit a, a back out of the backfield in stride. That's a big deal. And Mertz is a game manager. If Mertz just manages the game with our running backs, and we got some receivers, we got some young guys. Biggest thing for the Gators is the future. Napier's yeah. building the future. Top five draft class right now for 2024. So I'm hoping because Gator fans are crazy. They're they're nuts. I'm hoping that as long as we compete, we'll be all right. But Gator fans, you know, we lose seven games, and it's going to be yeah. calling for his head. And, and what do you feel about it, Andrew? Are you, you going to give Coach some time, or you, is this it? I mean, some people are saying this is last year, or 2024 is his last year, but I don't know. I seen the other day he's following the Urban Meyer, the blueprint where he came in, he had a bad year, but then he comes in next year with a top recruiting class, and he does amazing. I mean – uh, I seen today Florida has a top three recruiting class in the country, so maybe maybe that yeah. that was right. You got to give them some time. You can't yeah. just college football is one in recruiting. Yeah. yeah, I mean Georgia, Alabama have been dominant over the last ten years, yeah. and they top five classes every year. And when you put together multiple, like it's one thing to do it like Napier does at twenty four gets a top five class. Do you do it in 25? Do you do it in 26? Yeah. Do you do it in 27? Be consistent. Yeah. If you can do that, you're going to win. If you got good players, you're going to win. It's no different than high school, Lakeland High School. They get good players. They're going to be they're gonna be up there playing a good team tonight, but you're going to have a good chance of winning if you're putting talent on the field. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. Everybody agree that Georgia is the outright number one? I don't think so. I think Florida should definitely be – I'm just kidding. I mean, that's not even – Which one of y'all is a Georgia fan, Drew? Drew, I'm a Georgia fan right here. Oh, boy. I'm, I'm, like I'm kind of nervous, though. I'm kind of I'm kind of ner- nervous this year, though, because I've seen our quarterback. Our yeah. quarterback did good last year, but mm-hmm. I've heard rumors and stuff that's going around about camp and that he's just not looking good. But I know he's the definite starter that came out, like, I think last week yeah. sometime. And, and hopefully he can just get it going – we're going to be dependent on running the football. We run the football well every year. Last year, kind of went away from running the football, but we got it done. So our defense is always going to be good. That's what we depend on. If our defense stays great and stays healthy, then our offense can depend on the defense and depend on that run game to open up the deep passes and the short passes for first downs. So I think we just keep that going and – we actually lost our uh, offensive coordinator to the NFL, so we got a new offensive coordinator going in, and hopefully he can. Where where Joe's offensive coordinator go? I think he went to the Ravens. He went to the yeah, he's the Ravens new yeah, offensive yeah. coordinator. Yeah, yeah. We I got this that. new guy named Mike Bobo. He was the offensive coordinator like a couple years ago, in like 2014 or something like that, and he oh, didn't yeah. do very well. So hopefully he can 
couple of years ago. So hopefully he can just <laughs> re- renew this. So. Yeah, I don't know about Mike Bobo. I ain't sold on him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the main concern for me for Georgia is, yeah, like Drew said, their quarterback. I haven't heard much about him. Not too much hype around him. But you never know. I'll go for the SEC championship game this year. I'm going to go LSU versus Georgia. And I, I, I think that, it's LSU's year. I, I think LSU's going to. I think LSU's it's hard, Drew. It's hard to win back to back to back. Yeah. You know, so it's a lot of pressure on the Georgia Bulldogs. I'm not a big Kirby Smart guy, but I respect the program and what they've done. Uh, best team money can buy. Now the NIL's in there. Yeah. And it's a playing, uh, even playing field now because y'all been cheating for years. I mean, so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, LSU, they have what? The best linebacker in college football? Yeah, that dude. That is really good. What's his name? I don't know his name. I saw. Uh, I know I know he's like top 10 I in college Instagram, football uh, yeah, players. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen on Instagram. But yeah, he's really good. And then they have a really good quarterback. Yeah, their co- Jane Daniels is good. And their backup is even good, too. Yeah. Because when we played them in the SEC championship last year, he was doing better than Jane Daniels was in the first half because he got hurt and then that. Uh, I don't know his name. It was like some long name. Some white kid came in and started eating us up on offense, throwing deep passes. They scored like 21 points, and we didn't allow that points in the first half. We allowed like seven. So, I don't know. He was just tearing us up that game. I don't know what was going yeah, on. Yeah, I think – I mean, when I first seen the rankings, I was hating on LSU because I was like, what's so special about them? But, I mean, I looked more into it. Yeah, they're, they're really sleeper underrated uh, team, even though they're like, what, top ten in the rankings? Yeah. The uh, I don't know if you guys watched the Netflix documentary on the Gators. No, I need to watch it. I saw it. Yeah. It was so good. I want to ask you, Drew, as a Gator fan, um, and you being a Bulldog fan, they reminisced about the uh, game in Jacksonville where Georgia scored and everybody ran out on the field and uh, celebrated and got that unsportsmanlike. You remember that year? Yeah, yeah. No, I know I you're probably that. young. Yeah, yeah he was that. only he, he was like just born that year, yeah. no? <laughs> but I mean, he's <laughs> a. <laughs> I seen the video. I seen yeah, the video. I mean, I'm sure he's seen it on YouTube. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that uh, me as a Gator. I mean, as a oh, you're fan, a Gator fan. Though. No, as a Bulldog <laughs> fan, that's disrespectful. Even coming as a Bulldog fan, that's disrespectful. There's no way that your whole roster. I know it's a rivalry game. That's a big rivalry game, and a lot of the times, that's the game I worry about the most. We can play a top ten team, and I worry about that Florida game, and that that Florida George game more than any other game because it's a mutual site. Rivalry game, half blue, half red and black. And sometimes, most of the time, no offense to Florida, but y'all got nothing to lose because y'all already have three, four losses sometimes going into that game. Y'all have everything to lose, honestly. Yeah, and we have a lot to lose, exactly. So that's the game I worry about the most going into the season. Yeah, the Gator fan, the same way. The one thing they didn't show in the documentary, and and I know you're not going to remember this. So as a – I understand why they did it. It's been years before, like, Florida was dominant over the Bulldogs. It was a premeditated thing. Coach said, hey, this is what we're going to do. Got his team to buy in. They went out and did it. It was kind of a Bush League move. But, hey, they did it. They took the penalty, whatever. The next year when Florida played Georgia, Florida dominated them. And at the end of the game, Florida had all three timeouts left. Mm -hmm. So there's, like, 36 seconds on the clock. And we called a timeout. And then we just let the fans were just going crazy. And then they went back out there and called another timeout. We just milked the clock and made y'all sit in it and stay on TV yeah. and let the, you know, that was our get back. Yeah. But they didn't show that in the documentary. And I wish they would have. Because for me as a Gator fan, I was hyped. 
because I remember yeah. what they did and how I felt, and I was like, ah. Oh. And then the next year we in got that, y'all. So in that documentary, I seen that hit that Spike put on that running back in there. Oh, oh brother, dude, gave he, him snot bubbles. He, he came through that hole. All you heard was <laughs> snot bubbles. You heard him. You just heard a bang, dude. And then he came through that hole, and he was standing over him, talking trash to him. And I was like, oh, bro. Oh, so you watched it? So the hit. I, I seen the documentary and the hit. Yeah, it was. What about that major right hit in the national championship yeah, game? That one was bad. That one was, dude. That kid looked like he was about to the kid, die. <laughs> the guy. So y'all are young, like so. To start the national championship game, they throw a deep pass down the sideline. Oklahoma's got like the the best offense in college football Sam history. Won the Heisman that year. They throw it deep down the field. Our free safety major right is going over, and he said he looked. He's like, oh, I got that. I could catch the, like interception, and then he said he thought about it and was like. No, I'm gonna kill this guy. And the hit, like watching the hit now, it would definitely would have been targeting now. It was a clean hit though. I mean, it was head to the sh- you know the chest, but they would have said he led a little bit with his yeah. head and, and with targeting. But you got to watch it. You pull it up. It is, and it set the tone for that game. And we went on the yeah, of he course one. He goes, he goes. I could probably got that ball, but I'm trying to strike fear in those yeah, boys. He's trying and to he do came it. In there and boom. Put the lick on him, so it it uh. I look gonna watch it, bro. I've I've been mean I've been mean to watch it since it came out. I just haven't watched it. Yeah, yet. that's really good. I like it. So what do y'all think about Florida State? I th- I hate like it, it. I hate to say that, but like they're they're gonna be pretty good. I think. Yeah, I th- I think they have quarterback great. Probably has. I think he's a top five quarterback. He can be a Heis- he can be a Heisman contender. Yeah, no doubt. Jordan Travis. Great, can run the ball, dual threat quarterback, can run when he needs to, can pass the ball deep, pass it short. And I think that their defense is all around good as well. And uh, their their offense, I don't know a lot about their running backs and their receivers and their weapons, but I feel like they'll be pretty good this year. Yeah, I know they have that one uh, defensive end. What's his name? I don't know, but I, I heard uh, he's like best player in the ACC yeah, oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah, and he's cra- I heard he's like crazy good, but yeah. I he I think he didn't play last year cuz he was injured, something like that. I don't some know. But I heard he's like he's really good. Jordan Travis like you said. Yeah. He's I mean, as a Florida fan, it hurts to see Florida State win, but they're going to be really good and they're expected to make to have a playoff spot. Yeah, cuz they don't play nobody. That's yeah, let's just really call good. it what it is. Yeah, they they, they got Clemson. In Florida. And Clemson's not even that good. And Florida's not that good. So, I mean, they have – but, you know, Georgia has a pretty easy schedule yeah, this yeah. year too. Yeah, That's what I was about to say. Our, our schedule favors us to go. But but at the end of the day, you're still playing an SEC schedule. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I'm praying that Florida State gets in the – Any SEC in, game is way harder than any other division. Like that Missouri game we played last year, I was getting a little nervous. We yeah, the, the SEC is the closest you're going to get to the NFL. We almost lost that Missouri game last year. I was getting a little nervous. but I'm going to show you all this hit right here. Guys can go check it out. Just type in major right hit Oklahoma. Body within 10 yards, wafting down the sideline. Listen to the crowd. Like that. What was his name? Major right? Yeah. It's uh, look at this. What do y'all think? Targeting? For sure. (laughs) That was almost helmet to helmet. Yeah. No, it was helmet to chest. And but see. Let's talk about that for a second. That is that right there is old school football, yeah. and and that's not even like old school football is the eighties, nineties. Like 
uh, Ronnie Lott and yeah. like stuff like yeah. that. They was just trying to kill you. But that hit right there, it changed the whole like the tone of the game. Like it, it was just. I mean, yeah. I mean, in this, this today's league and any league, you're it's gonna get called targeting. Yeah. I'm all for protecting the players yeah. though. I, I mean, think they put too much protection on the quarterback. Like I saw that one clip of oh, Chris no, Jones. No, no, no. Yeah, Chris no, 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 Jones. no. The this <laughs> last year, this won us a game. I remember I was at Gators. Me and my dad were watching the game. And Tom Brady, fourth quarter, like, three minutes left. It was third and, like, ten. Grady Jarrett just regularly sacks Tom Brady. And it was called targeting, and that won us the game, bro. That was BS. I'm not going to lie. That was a bad one. Chris Chris Jones just sacked Derek Carr normally. Yeah. And Derek Carr even said it after the game, too, in in the press conference. He was like, yeah, I don't know why they called roughing the passer on that. But they said he put his weight on Derek Carr after he sacked him, which I just think that's stupid. How are you going to stop? your momentum when you're going after the quarterback. Exactly. Speaking of weight, you know the Gators got a guy. <laughs> they got a guy that's six foot five, four hundred and thirty five oh, pounds. Watson, bro. I love that guy. Yeah, he went to he went to Armwood. So we me and Cole yeah, went when we were doing the Bartow Jacket breakdown show, we went to Armwood and watched Armwood play I think it was Tampa Plant. It's Tampa Plant is who Bartow Tampa, Tampa Tech. Tech. Yeah. Tampa yeah, Bay Tampa Tech. Tech. So Tampa Bay Tech and Armwood are playing. We got to see this kid play in he's high school. Huge. He is a monster. Yeah. Monster. And they're saying he's getting in shape. He's going to play a lot yeah. more this year. Like, I, don't know, I don't know how much he can get into shape, bro. Yeah, if he gets uh, down. Like, how much he can get. Like If you think about that, that's just so much. I'm not trying to brag on Georgia, but Jordan Davis was. That's what. I, that's who I thought of. There we go, bro. Everything's coming back to no, Georgia. But, but he makes a good point. If it, this it guy's playing, the, if he's playing on the D-line, if he's at the nose or the tackle, like he's gonna, he's gonna clog up. Yeah, run down. I mean, he's run gonna down. clog it up. Yeah. My favorite, my favorite thing from him last season was him getting that fumble and stiff arming Spencer Ritter. <laughs> oh, I remember so that. That was funny, no, I yeah, I seen like a couple of months ago. He he cut down on some weight, but he's a he's big and the snaps that I seen him play. No, I even seen like his shoulder pads. They they don't even fit him right. Yeah. He's yeah. he's a monster. He's huge. You know, just going through this top 25 list, there's some teams on here I was going to mention. Florida State, Washington. Wait, where's Florida State? They're like at number two, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, right. Florida State at eight, Washington at 10. I'm not mad at that, actually. Notre Dame at what, uh, 11, 12, 13. Uh, Oregon, Kansas State, TCU, Oregon State, Wisconsin. Ole Miss, Tulane, and Iowa, they'll be all falling out. I think that yeah. TCU should never been that high after that national championship performance. I mean, well, they 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 still made the national championship. They got to be top 25. Oh, but see, they, they should know. Like 50-something points. They, I mean, yeah. they still made it, though, that some things other teams dream of. I'm, I'm so glad. When are they expanding the playoffs? Uh, yeah. Next year. Next year? Next year, yeah. Next so year. it's going to eight? Yeah. I know. What's it called? I looked at a couple schedules for next year, like – Florida's schedule is supposed to be really hard next year. Yeah, because they got Texas and Oklahoma. Georgia's schedule, like that's what the, our schedule favors us this year. But our schedule does not favor us next year. Next year we have to play Texas in Texas. We have to play Alabama in Alabama. We have to, and then we have to play uh, Ole Miss and all of them. And that's not gonna. That's gonna be bad too because Alabama, Alabama Georgia. That's gonna be a game that knocks out somebody for most of the season because. W- College football, you get one loss. 
just basically you get one loss. You're never yeah, sure. gonna you're you're rarely gonna get in the playoff with two losses. I think that's gonna change though. With the, when they, you know, yeah, I agree with you, but when they go to eight teams, I think that the margin for error is gonna be better. You know, you can get in now with two losses with as an eight seed. Yeah, there's some teams here that I just I just don't know how they made it in, like the Washington Huskies, right? The Washington Huskies or are they good? I mean, I mean Washington, they have a really good quarterback, but other than that, I don't know anything else about them. And then Oregon State. I don't know how y'all feel about them, but I don't know how they made it. I think they only made it because of uh, DJ Ugalele or whatever his name is. Yeah, and, and So, TCU, this is why they lost by 40 points. Listen to That's their crazy. schedule. They play Colorado, which it'll be a better Colorado team. Wait, did they already play? No. no, no, no. Oh, wait, this is last year. I want to talk I want to talk about Colorado this year. I feel like Colorado is so overhyped. Yep. Me, me and my dad talked about this. I They're think Colorado very is so so overhyped. I feel like just because Dion's going in there, they think that they're about to. Yes, they have the two number one corner recruits from the last two years. W. Fort County prospect Cormani McLean. But if you put them up versus Little high up. D one level receivers like uh, a Marvin Harrison or like a Brock Bowers at tight end, oh. or or like Jeez. a A. D. Mitchell at Texas, uh, they're going to get. I feel like they're just not going to have a chance. I mean. Yeah, they have Travis Hunter, who's supposed to be the the biggest transfer of all college football. And, yeah, Shador Saunders is his son, but he's actually, like, from what I've seen, he's actually, like, really good at his position. I think if Colorado wins at least, if they win at least four games, they're... they're, If they make a bowl game, big improvement. If they they win at least four games, that's a a big win for them. And... Their schedule is actually really hard. They play USC, which is arguably one of the best offenses in. But their division is just not good. Though. Like their division is just, they have Utah and USC, and that's about it. They have Utah, who has a great defense, and I don't think their offense is gonna be able to compete with Utah's defense. And USC, who has a great offense, and I don't think their defense is gonna be able to compete with USC's offense. So I think that's two automatic losses right there. But other than USC and um, Utah, I feel like. Uh, their division just helps them out a lot. Yeah, I mean they they move into what what they move into. I think they're in the Pac twelve. The Pac twelve in there too. Oregon's pretty good. Though. Yeah, next year they're moving divisions, but like I think that for for Deion Sanders' first schedule, I think it's a really great test mm-hmm. f- to see uh, where he's going, what's where what he needs to improve, and the step that Colorado is go- really going to. Yeah, I Deion Sanders is one of my favorite athletes of all time. Even though he went to Florida State, played for the Braves, like I respect Deion Sanders. I just I'm not sold on Deion Sanders the coach yet. I think Deion Sanders is a great leader. Yeah, I'm concerned about his um, celebrity at a college to where because everything you see at Colorado now is about Deion. Yeah, and I don't know with the 17, 18, 19, 20 year old athletes if that's gonna work three years from now, and I don't see Deion letting that go. Yeah, he's very he's prime time, so it's about him. Yeah, so that's that's concerning me if I was a Colorado fan, but um, yeah, it, they don't have a lot of size on their roster. Yeah, they. I know I saw something about when Dion first got to Colorado, he lost about forty to fifty players to the transfer portal. Right when Dion got there, 
I mean, but think about it. That team was one in what one eleven, one twelve. So yeah, those kids saw the writing on the wall. Yeah, and, and he brought a lot, you know, with him. And but I mean, I, yeah, he he literally told them uh, he's bringing his luggage. He's bringing his own players. So they're not if they think they're not going to make it, they might as well get out. And he has the he, you see the power he has with all these new recruits he's bringing, all these high prospects. I mean, like we said earlier in the podcast, you have good players. You're gonna, you're gonna be a great team. But um, we'll see how it, this goes for Dion. It all just depends on his coaching. You know what I mean? Like he's obviously got the talent on his roster. It's just if they can perform, and if Dion is gonna perform at the level that everybody thinks that he's gonna perform at. So I'm gonna play y'all something. This is this is what concerns me about Dion. Uh, Coach. Uh, Coach, obviously you're set with Shadur at quarterback, but behind, <laughs> behind him, how has the competition? You can't say it like that. Obviously you're set with Shadur. Well, who do you want me to play? No, I mean behind the, him. The I'm kid is pretty to... good. Well, you can't you can't present the thing like that. Obviously you're set. You know how that sounds. That didn't sound. Well, good. you did anoint him to start. No, it did. It, you... It, it, you you gotta you gotta package that thing a little different. You know, it's like I'm playing favorites because he's my son. You know, I'm the same guy who benched my son in the championship game for being five minutes late in Shallow. So it's not like we're set with Shadow. I think he's earned the right to be the guy behind the center. Fair enough. That's why I'm set with him. Fair enough. Yeah. The question, though, is yeah. about the guys behind him. Yeah. They're Wanted doing to they... ask about that. Kind of, has anyone kind of emerged as that number two guy yet? Or is that... um, I don't know if they've emerged. Uh, the point of this is the reporter asked a legitimate question. Yeah. He's asking about your backup. I mean, yeah. you're set at quarterback. You've already named him the starter. You're set at quarterback. Well, let's talk about the backup. That's a reporter's job. And he got so defensive about favoritism and that type of stuff. I just, I don't know. I'm not, you saying he's good, I'm going to go on which angel. I, I haven't seen enough of his son at quarterback yet to see if he's a D1 college. Now, he's not playing the, the best of competition. Yeah, either at Colorado. Like, so do you think uh, Dion's son, if Colorado opened up against LSU, you think Dion's son would have a great game? Heck no. You know um, what I mean? Like, I think they're gonna. He's gonna have a tough game when they play Utah because Utah's defense is yeah usually lights out. And, and I wish them the best. I mean, I don't have any hatred towards them or whatever. I just. There definitely that watching that reporter ask that question and the way Dion responded and I, like I said I love Dion it just felt like there's something there, yeah. like he's like eh, why you guys are thinking I'm favoritist so that tells me that that that's being talked about a little bit and I don't know if it's being talked about amongst the teammates mm-hmm. or whatever but he was very defensive that reporter just asked a simple question. Yeah. So. I mean it, yeah you you're always supposed to have a backup for anything so it'll be fun as the season goes on to talk about it and. I'll definitely be watching. All right, Cole, before we get out of here, what uh, anything else we need to hit on before we wrap this up? The Mets are going to the World Series. Hey, the Mets may make the playoffs. Wild card. <laughs> Never know. Never know. No, yeah, no. Um, no sir. I want to talk about, have you all seen that top 100 list of college football players? Of no. all time? No. no, no, no. It's of this year. For this Marvin season. Harrison got snubbed. There's no, no way he's bro. worse than Brock Bowers. Brock Bowers is better than him, bro. There, Brock d- Bowers is better than Kyle Pitts, and he's only a junior. No one who who was talking about Kyle Pitts. We were but talking I'm about saying, Marvin Harrison. Kyle Pitts is the best tight end prospect, the latest okay. best tight end prospect. Exactly. Okay, you could say that, but him he's being more, above Marvin Harrison, he's more versatile than Marvin Harrison, in my opinion. He can run the ball. You're a Georgia fan. I he, expect you to say okay, that. Okay, but he can run the ball. 
He can break more tackles. Marvin Harrison's a receiver, so he's probably Marvin Harrison runs better routes than him. They're faster. I mean, Rock Bowers can move. He ran a four. He ran a four. Marvin four Harrison a, can't. He ran a four four as a tight end. Where's Marvin Harrison at? Oh, Ohio State. Ohio, Ohio State. State. Oh, I also want to talk about because Angel thinks that hit in the playoff game was targeting. And if you I'm, go back and watch the video, he led with his shoulder, which is not targeting. And I, I mean, don't. You okay? Think if you're you're a Georgia player, right? The best player, the best receiver in college football is dominating your team. You're not going to think, okay, we we need we need a way to stop him. And if injuring is the only way, then maybe, maybe, just maybe, that might have to be the case. No one tried to injure him. CJ Stroud threw the ball up there, and he was going to catch the ball. And then Javon Board came in and put a clean hit on him. I want y'all to go watch that clip and let me know what y'all think. Because please, please go watch the clip. Because I feel like it was, I don't know. It was but no. See the clip because he was kind of out. No, no. CJ, no. His feet. If you look at the video, if you look at his feet, his. What should feet, I search? Look at um, Marvin Harrison. Uh, gets injured in college playoff game. But if you look at his feet, his feet were in the back of the end zone. And yes, he when the ball when he sees Javon Board coming to hit him, he moves away from the ball. But at that point, it's already over. You can't stop your momentum at that point. The ball is already there, and you can't stop your momentum if you're running full speed. And it was a clean hit, and no one wanted him to get injured. No one is. No one's going to be out there trying to be injured, injuring other players that have futures in the game. But I mean, All right, let's after see. the commercial runs, yeah, I I think I remember this. I mean, it, you hear we're in high school. You hear how they talk, how they want to, they just want to beat the team, and they, they want to beat them so bad and all that oh, stuff. So. That's clean. That's clean. He, he even hit him on the shoulder. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. He hit him on the shoulder. You know what was a lot worse than that was when Georgia took out Kyle Pitts. Yeah. That was that, that was definitely. That was targeting. Okay. I don't, think, I don't think that was on purpose. You don't think it was on purpose? And he's a brute, and he came back into the game. I think the dude didn't come back into the game. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. He was out for the rest of the – he was out for, like, two weeks after that. Oh, they didn't even really discuss it. They just called it targeting right off the bat. No, they, they, they discussed no. it after. They going to look at it now? And they, and they re, they, uh, All right, here comes the replay. This would set up Ohio State. Turn the phone. First and goal. Kirby bringing everybody – He's just trying to buy time. Watch this ball doesn't go into the stands. It's on the back line. Oh, he hit him with his shoulder. I mean, Look. He's on the back line. He steps out. Yeah, he stepped he out anyway. Ooh. Oh, it's a shoulder hit. Look, okay, like, so let's no, talk about that, that. From that angle, it looked like helmet to helmet, but it did look like the shoulder. But okay, let's talk about that. But for targeting, you have to lead with your helmet, though. If you lead, if you lead with your shoulder, if you lead with your shoulder, then it's clean. Yeah. Yeah, and they they have to stick to that because in a in a situation like that as a defender. You're on a national stage. You're you're a 21 year old athlete. You're, you're running as fast as you possibly can, and your job is to not let him catch that ball. What is he supposed to do? There, yeah, there's if you go in there with your arms and and wrap up with your head to this to the side, like you're not gonna make the play. And they probably are gonna call. If you go in there with your arms, they're probably gonna call pass interference. They get the ball. Yeah. 15 yard penalty, automatic first down. So, if that was. In my opinion, that's the only possible way that you get out of that with a clean. Well, te- well, if he led with his arms there, like this kind of off topic, but like he stepped out of bounds anyway, so it wouldn't. Have been, it would have. Been I hate the defenseless receiver. Like when they say, "Oh, he was defenseless." How is a receiver? Not, a receiver is always defenseless. That, if you're going to catch the ball, that's true. 
you're not. Those are always running as fast as they can. You're running as fast as you can. You're extended. You got your arms out. You're trying to catch the ball. You're not in a defensive position. So when they say, like, I've seen a lot of hits in the NFL and college. And then in college, like, it's, you're out the game. Yeah. You may sit out the next game a half, depending on if it's the second half or whatever. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I want to protect players, but at the same time, don't lose the spirit of the game. Yeah. Because that's what defenders are about. Well, now that we're on the topic for Marvin Harrison, um, I, I expect him to have a Devonta Smith Heisman year. This is no? uh, Marvin Harrison Sr. No, yeah. he's a junior. Yeah, that, that no, is I'm his son. That's his it's son. It's Marvin oh, yeah, Harrison yeah, yeah. that played for the Colts. Yeah, yeah. It's his junior year. And honestly, if you were allowed to go to the sophomore, if you were allowed to go to the draft sophomore year, he would have went to the draft last year. He would have been gone because he had – he's an NFL caliber receiver already, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. I think he's already an NFL Happy birthday to Marvin Harrison, by the way. Is his birthday? Senior. Yeah. Oh, his senior? Yeah, it is. Oh, well, I know his – Marvin Harrison Jr., he's already like an NFL caliber player at this time. August 25th. So – I think that if he was able to go to the draft last year, he would have went. So, oh, I mean, sure. he would have been a top ten pick or top fifteen pick for sure. Yeah, I mean, what other receivers were there? The receiver from TCU, Jackson, oh, uh, Jackson Smith. Keyshawn Johnson, Quentin Johnston. Oh yeah, yeah, that Quentin Quentin Johnson. That's uh, right. Keyshawn Johnson, uh-huh. the guy from LSU. What's his name? Um, um, Boye or something like that. Oh, uh, the um, uh, Hyatt Jaden. What's the name? Oh, oh the, the Jalen Hyatt. Jalen Hyatt. Jalen Hyatt. Yeah, 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 yeah. New York Giants. And then I don't know. Uh, I know there's going to be some. I know this receiver class is going to be pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's that. The, they got uh, that receiver from Texas. Yeah, what's his A.D. Mitchell. Yeah. Georgia last year. He won Georgia. Bro, oh, that makes me so mad. That's Ring chaser? Is that what you're going to say? No, I don't think he's ring chasing. He's from Texas. It's NI money chasing. That's what Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's what recruiting is nowadays. It's just who Bro, can give you the, the NIL, biggest the biggest NIL, bag. We talked about that on our on our last podcast. Yeah, the transfer the portal. The transfer portal is just all messed up. Transfer portal is ruining college football. And it's, it's ruined all college sports. Like, if you go to college baseball, too, you're never – a lot of kids you see going out of high school, unless you're, like, a top ten prospect – in your gra- in your class, in your graduating class, are going JUCO. Because you go to a big college, like a D1 college, even a small D1, like say like a Nebraska or Wisconsin, you're not going to play because they're going to have people in the transfer portal, they're going to be offering them NIL deals, and they're always going to be starting these these sophomores, these juniors, and these seniors over all freshmen. But if you go, even if you go to like a big-time baseball school like Florida, LSU, and all the Tennessee, all these other schools – you're definitely not going to play because they're going to get these transfers from the transfer portal and you're never going to play because they're always going to play the upperclassman that has more experience. Makes sense. I just – there's not a lot of pride anymore. The, the, I think that's shifted a little bit. Yeah. You go to a school, if you sign to go to Florida, you're supposed to go work your butt off and yeah. and contribute to the team in any way you can, whether that's special teams or out of the bullpen. Or like yeah. you you – Work hard, but then th- th- there comes a point where some players get blocked, and like I get it, like it's your junior year, you're not gonna play, you got a you know five star recruit in front of you, yeah, he's gonna get the playing time, and, and you're running out of time. I mean, I get it to a point, but it just seems like now players are just transferring just because they're in their fields or, or whatever, and I, I don't agree with yeah. it. Some dude, I saw some dude from Tennessee. A baseball player named uh, Chase Burns, he their, was literally their best pitcher, their best pitcher out of the bullpen last year. They lost, just got up and transferred. No reason, just transferred. 
for no absolute reason. He's probably transferring, probably because he wants to maybe go get. A no, there there might have been like something behind the scenes that maybe nobody knows about. Yeah, I don't that know. he transferred. I don't know, but it's, it's yeah, I don't know. All right, so that's bad. We're about forty eight minutes. We're gonna wrap this one up. But uh, next week, we're going to take off next week. We're going to come back and, and do a recap the following week of uh, the first week of college football, see how the games are. Florida's got a big game against Utah on Thursday night, so Let's make sure everybody checks that there's, out. There's a game tomorrow, too. Who's playing tomorrow? Uh, Notre Dame plays Navy, and USC plays, like, San Jose State. Boring. Oh, yeah. Snooze fest. <laughs> I, uh, guys, I appreciate you guys coming in and joining us on this pod. You guys are welcome back anytime. Of course, of course. Cole, you got any last words? Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for having us. It was thanks fun. It was, it was a great time. Yeah. Peace. And we appreciate Zach with the beat. You can find out the information on the uh, show page. We appreciate you. See you next time. Peace.